Yeah, what's up, y'all? This uh, Fat Boy Chronicles. Just wanted to talk to y'all a little bit. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I know it's been a minute since I popped up on uh, Fat Boy Chronicles, but uh, I'm gonna be coming pretty hot and steady, steady, steady <laughs> with uh, my Fat Boy Chronicles. As soon as I, you know get situated and everything because I'm making moves doing different things right now so I'm coming with my fat boy chronicles it's coming it's just taking a little time I'm thinking of topics I want to talk about different things like that um I wanted to talk today about um why I haven't watched any NFL games this year I, I don't even really know I know what's going on a little bit, but that's just, you know, because I watch, you know, sports channels and different things like that. But I have not watched one NFL game. And, and my reasoning behind that is is because um, the Colin Kaepernick situation. But also, um, I just feel like the NFL is really racist. Um, there's no black ownership. There's not even in the... They don't even try to consider black head coaches like they should. Um, they have a Rooney rule where they, every NFL team has to interview at least one black head coach. There are several head coaching positions open right now in the NFL and not one black person has been interviewed. Um, also, Colin Kaepernick as well. I stand with Cap. I totally get it. And why Cap did everything that he did. A lot of people are upset because um, he hasn't been extra vocal (laughs) the way he should be. And honestly, you people have to understand everybody's not of not vocal like that. Sometimes you have to just set the example. And that's exactly what Kaepernick did. He set the example. He's he's showing others how to, you know stand up for themselves and stand up for different injustices in our country. Um, I love the country I live in, don't get me wrong, even though it doesn't love me back at all or and never really has, um, but I love my country. And my problem, my problem with my country and with the NFL as well is, it's got that good old boy network, you know, um, it just it just will not yell yeah, you you you're good enough to play on our field but you're not good enough to own anything you're not smart enough to you know articulate to others and different things like that which i think are totally false when it comes to um nfl the nfl ownership or head coaching i know a lot of black head coaches who have won Super Bowls and different things and I can only think of maybe two out of the 32 teams that have a black head coach and I think that's a big problem um I just simply stopped watching because I I just cannot subscribe to that I cannot see my brothers on TV killing themselves literally because of CTE and all these different things that come up after the fact and see them killing themselves for a buck, um, a lot of bucks, but 
a buck, you know, at the end of the day, people have to understand that, you know, no amount of money will ever replace your sanity and your understanding of life and different things after football, because there is a life after football. There are things after football, but if your mind is not right to deal with these things after football, then, you know, it's just, a, it, it, it's, it's sad the way the NFL is going and the things that are transpiring. I'm seeing a lot of parents pull their kids out of football because of, you know, the CTE and different things like that. But back to what I was saying about the racism situation, um, the NFL has just simply shown that it is not interested in hearing or respecting the black dollar or respecting the black man when it comes to the NFL. So having um, said that about the NFL, I just uh, I just feel like, you know, uh, my dollars are better spent elsewhere than to spend it on the NFL. And I'll be the first to tell you, I am a huge Niner fan. I grew up in San Francisco um, in, you know, the height of the Niner mania, if you want to call it that. Um, I grew up about maybe 10 minutes away from Candlestick, which is no longer there anymore. I'm pretty nostalgic when it comes to Candlestick. I miss it a lot. It was a lot of winning on that field. I think the team moving and different things like that um, was due to uh, some race issues as well. But I'll get into that in another in another time. Um, but I think that um, in San Francisco, it's very diverse when it comes to the NFL and I, I like I said I grew up a Niners fan and I love my Niners I really really do I've been hearing good things about my Niners but I just cannot simply turn on my television and sit and watch the game and subscribe to the bull and I, I just can't do it um and I keep looking up and all these owners are white and there's nobody black in the room and I'm wondering why, because we have so many black folks with money and different things like that. And who can pull their resources together and own an NFL team and don't have to worry. Well, actually, they still might have to worry a lot about the politics of the NFL. But um, it's just more more or less. I just can't subscribe to the racism. I can't do it. Um, the NFL's, uh, combine to me is like a slave auction. It's disrespectful. It's degrading. It's sad. Um, the draft in in and of itself is an issue for me as well. Um, I, I don't, I really don't understand the racism pertaining to the NFL when 70, 80% of your of your players are African-American and yet you deny African-Americans head coaching jobs and you deny African-Americans the right to ownership. I have an issue with that. Um, now, what Cap did was something awesome. I thought it was great. I thought it was 
on uh, it was the right time to do it and this man sacrificed his career to do that and I totally respect him um I just have a big big problem like I I I don't even know how to explain I just have a really big big problem with the NFL and the way they do things and the way they just you know they just gloss over everything and all oh, it is what it is this this is that and then they kind of tainted you know Collins uh stance a little bit you know with the whole locking arms and all that other stuff going on you know that was a problem for me um but yeah I'm gonna get up off of here in a minute but yeah that's the reason um I haven't been watching games I had a few friends ask me you know why you why you're not watching your Niners this year and stuff like that. I just cannot respect an institution who has been doing pretty much what they've been doing since their inception. Um, and it's sad. Yes, there are a couple black head coaches in the NFL, but there are nearly not enough. And right now, as I'm watching uh, ESPN and stuff like that, I'm hearing head coaches who are all non-African-American getting interviews and getting looked at and getting, you know, I, I just think it's it's sad. It's sad. The Rooney Rule doesn't even exist anymore. It's just I hire whoever I want. I don't give a damn. And it's really, really sad. But, um, yeah, that's my reasoning. I'll be watching NBA games from now on. I probably won't be watching too much NFL until these things change. And these things need to change. It is time for a change. All right, y'all. I'm getting up off of here. Peace out. Yeah, Fat Boy Chronicles. Um, I'm going to talk about... Uh, well, I just got to talking about uh, the NFL and its blatant racism. Um I kind of want to talk about uh, 2018 and what I think. Actually, I ain't even going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about something different. Um, I'm going to talk about why we should give the youth a little more headway and why we should steer them in the right direction instead of letting them veer off into their own thing. And why I think the youth now will shape the future in a good way, not a negative way. Um, so I hear a lot of people, and I was one of these people too at one time, um, about the youth and the different things that, that are going on and the different things that they do uh, differently than what we did in the 80s and the 90s. Um, First, I'm going to start by saying this. I was born in 81. Um, my high school years were in the 90s. I I lived through a lot of things. Uh, the 80s, I lived through Reaganomics. Um, I'll talk about that in another, another segment, uh, Reaganomics. A lot of people don't even know the whole situation with the Reaganomics and the Contras and, the, you know, uh, Oliver North and that whole thing and them flooding the hood with cocaine and, and different drugs and different things uh, in the early 80s. Um, but I will get into that another time. But I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. 
And I was a grown-ass man in the 2000s. But in the 80s and the 90s, things were different. Things were, you know, uh, completely separate. Uh, completely separate from uh, what it is now. Um, I feel like back in the day was more... Uh, it was more togetherness, uh, particularly with black folks. Um, and I'm not, again... I'm going to say these things, but I'm going to say this right now. Never have I ever been a racist. I'm not a racist at all. I might say some things that might hit a nerve, but never have I ever been racist. I have a biracial child who's nine years old, love my daughter to death. Um, so, again, I will. you'll hear some things, but, again, understand that I am not racist at all. Um my problem is not uh my problem with a lot of the old heads getting at the younger ones is that the fact that they don't understand or don't relate to a lot of what they're what what the kids are doing nowadays and really to be honest older people that are 30 and up it's really not your place to understand or to relate what these kids are doing their children um, we were kids at one time. We did things that our parents didn't want us to do. We listened to music our parents didn't want us to listen to. Um, we did all kind of stuff behind our parents' back. And these kids do the same exact thing. The only problem is we didn't have social media back in the day. We have social media now, which is why everything is on Front Street and in the open, which is not always a good thing, but it is what it is. Um, I think a lot of times, uh, the disconnect comes from the lack of respect from the youngsters, but you also have to realize that, uh, you know, the, the, the lack of respect from the youngsters start from home. So if they're not respecting their parents, how do you expect them to respect anybody else? Um, and I'm not telling anybody how to raise their kids. You raise your kids however you want to raise your kids. That's your business. Those are your children. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of these older people need to be more relatable to these youngsters and teach instead of sitting here and blaming them and talking about, well, they're so stupid and they're so dumb and they're so this and they're so that. True enough, yes, these youngsters uh, do have big issues and they have problems yeah so you know they they they're learning on the fly just like us you know we had to learn on the fly as well and i think older heads again 30 and up uh need to take it easy a little bit on these youngsters these youngsters are are going to be great i'm telling you right now i see it a lot of the the racism that we dealt with in the 80s and the 90s you will not be seeing that anymore um you'll see it but it'll it'll start to die out because uh again these kids are not interested in race they're interested in in getting ahead and gaining um and yes there are some who who delve in drugs and do different things and uh stuff like that goes on true enough but at the same time 
uh, you have to understand that these children are dealing with totally different things than, than what we were dealing with. Um, also, you know, our parents were a lot more strict. Um, these parents nowadays, not so much. Again, you raise your kids however you want to. I just see as, as a parent, I just see them not being strict enough or disciplining enough. But that's sidetracking to what I'm, what I'm saying about the youngsters. I want everybody to give these youngsters a chance. There was a time they didn't want to give us a chance and we just took that chance. And we turned it in, some of us turned it into something great. Some of us didn't see our greatness. Some of us died in them streets. But whatever it was, uh, we were allowed to do that. Again, I grew up in a time where, you know, dudes was getting shot a lot. Um, I, I lived through the Rodney King situation. I lived through the OJ trial, that whole thing. Um I've I've seen a lot in my in my 36 years um, that would give people nightmares, but not once did anybody discourage me from being great. Um, and I think that's what a lot of these older heads out here are, you know, especially when it comes to hip hop music. A lot of these older heads are, ah, oh, this is garbage. This is mumble rap and different things. Well, I can remember a time in hip hop when in the 90s. Parents did just did not understand. And Will Smith made a song about that because really hip hop was never made for older people to understand. Hip hop was made for youngsters and young people. And yes, the art form is still there, but it's different. It's evolved. And that's the that's the thing people have to realize is that it's evolving and it'll it'll get back to where it was. It's just evolved into something completely different. And that's fine. Um, I don't have no problems with that. I love what these youngsters are doing. I love what's going on that we're getting more youngsters who are making more money doing different things pertaining to hip hop and other businesses in other areas than we've ever seen before. When I was youngster and when I was a youngster, I couldn't even do half of the things that these kids can do now. These kids are going to be amazing. I'm telling you right now, you just have to give them a chance to grow and to and to mature a lot of them are like 18 19 years old you have to understand we were 18 19 at one time we did some of the dumbest shit on the planet and yes our parents didn't want us to listen to dmx our parents didn't want us to listen to biggie or Pac. our parents didn't want us to listen to wu-tang but we listened to it nirvana uh any any anything back in the day marilyn manson any of that our parents didn't want us to hear none of that, but we listened to it. And now, you know, parents are, well, this music is this, and these old heads is just out here talking bad about the kids. Let these kids live. Let them do whatever they're going to do, because at the end of the day, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And we just sound like a bunch of bitter old people sitting there complaining about these youngsters. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop and let them grow and let them be great because I see a lot of potential in a lot of them and they're going to be great and they're going to make this country better because right now this country sucks and I'll get into that in another segment, but this country sucks. All right, y'all, I'm out. Fat Boy Chronicles, get at me.